Welcome to Sky Women. I'm your host, Dr. Carolyn Moyers, a wife, mom, and board-certified OB-GYN. This is a place to educate, empower, and inspire. Join us each week as we share the power of women's stories. Real women, real stories, real inspiration. Put on your stretchy pants. Let's get going. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Sky Women Podcast. I'm so glad that you're joining me today. I'm your host, Dr. Carolyn Moyers, board certified OBGYN and menopause certified provider. I'm also one of two OBGYNs in the country who are fellowship trained in neuromusculoskeletal medicine. So I am recording this for the second time because yesterday in the office, uh, it was end of the day, I sat down with my computer and my headphones and recorded the content only to find that it was empty this morning. So for whatever reason, it did not connect to my microphone. So here we are trying again. (laughs) Uh, Welcome back. And as I was logging into my computer and getting things set up, I realized that um, my computer is a direct reflection of the conversation I had with a patient yesterday in the office about, well, it was in reference to, we were talking about sexual desire and she was indicating you know, that's hard to be present for an orgasm. And I affirmed that yes, orgasms happen in the here and the now, not in the past, not in the future. So it's, we have to be present, but it's hard to close all those tabs. Well, and then at the end we were laughing because we said men only have one tab open. And as I was opening my computer today, I have four or five documents open in the background. I have two different browsers. Each of them have multiple tabs open. And this is how a lot of women function. So I'm just over here giggling at myself over this. Okay, but the reason I got up early and um, am hiding out for my kids to record this content is because I think that this topic today is really important. And we're talking about hot flashes as a clue for Alzheimer's disease risk in women. If you thought hot flashes during menopause were tough enough to deal with, this new study has revealed a connection between hot flashes, especially those occurring during sleep, and a higher risk of Alzheimer's disease in women. This is particularly significant because, you know, two thirds of individuals with Alzheimer's disease are actually women. Now, there are there are more people in this, or more research than this one particular um, study. So we'll t- kind of talk through that a bit. But this one was brought to light because in the 2023 annual Menopause Society meeting that took place in Philadelphia in September um, had this um, cool study presented by Dr. Rebecca Thurston. She's the director of women's behavioral health at the University of Pittsburgh Department of Psychiatry and Dr. Pauline Mackey, professor of psychiatry at the University of Illinois at Chicago. And what it showed was hot flashes, common symptoms during menopause, right, had been long associated with changes in brain function, structure, connectivity, as well as decline in memory performance. Hello, brain fog. While this, um, uh, it's unknown whether the hot flashes are linked to the Alzheimer's disease biomarkers. So the research was utilizing the Alzheimer's disease biomarkers blood-based biomarkers 
to assess their association with hot flashes. So these biomarkers have been instrumental in predicting Alzheimer's disease risk decades before the onset of Alzheimer's disease dementia. The study involved nearly 250 midlife women, and the objective was to determine if objectively assessed hot flashes are associated with adverse Alzheimer's disease biomarkers. So you're having hot flashes that we can measure. And we'll talk about that a little bit because subjective versus objective, right? Subjective is, ooh, I feel a hot flash. Objective is like we can actually measure a change in the temperature of um, on the skin. And this is how they did it. So the study revealed that hot flashes experienced during sleep may serve as an early indicator of Alzheimer's disease in women. The greater number of sleep hot flashes were directly correlated with an increase in the likelihood of Alzheimer's disease, even after adjustment for estradiol levels and sleep characteristics. The measurement of hot flashes was done objectively using ambulatory skin conductance monitoring. So these um, findings shed light on the potential cause and warning signs of Alzheimer's disease, a condition that significantly impacts our quality of life and poses a substantial financial burden. Identifying hot flashes as a potential early indicator provides a unique opportunity for proactive intervention before the onset of Alzheimer's disease. Now, it's important to, to, as you hear my words, I'm not saying that there is a direct cause, there is a direct correlation. It's suggestive, right? This is 250 women that we're looking at. So obviously more research needs to be done. But if it's that a decline in estrogen levels during menopause increases that risk of Alzheimer's disease, then how do we do that, right? Additionally, um, a hormone therapy uh, hormone replacement therapy may play a vital role in reducing that risk, especially if initiated during midlife when menopause symptoms begin. So let's talk about that a little bit because in October of this year, there was a study suggesting estrogen to prevent Alzheimer's, you know, warrants more research interest. This is something that we should be really looking at or considering. And this study came out of um, uh, the Cornell um, Medical. Uh, so estrogen-based hormone therapy for women in midlife is what they're suggesting we need to investigate more thoroughly to look at potential strategies for preventing Alzheimer's disease, which is the most common form of dementia. So this, is, this was an analysis. So this was not a randomized prospective study. This was one where they looked back, they did a meta-analysis looking at six different clinical trials, 45 objectionable studies, observational studies, and um, it encompassed over 6 million women in which women were given estrogen-based therapy. And the findings suggest that women who took hormones in midlife to treat their menopausal symptoms were less likely to develop dementia than those who didn't take estrogen. On the other hand, women taking estrogen at ages 65 and up didn't have a lower chance of eventual dementia diagnosis compared with peers who did not receive hormone therapy. So again, we have that, um, 
that cost benefit ratio, you know, that timing hypothesis that we keep going back to that we want to initiate our hormone therapy before the age of 16 within 10 years of menopause. So these studies um, or these findings highlight the fact that we need more conclusive research on the possible Alzheimer's preventing um, effect of menopause hormone therapy for women in midlife. The estimated lifetime risk for Alzheimer's disease for a 45 to 50 year old woman is approximately one in five or 20% compared to one in 10 or 10% for men of the same age. Replacing estrogen, the question is, does replacing estrogen reduce women's Alzheimer's disease risk? Studies in animal models suggest that it does, but the question has been difficult to answer conclusively in clinical research because there's such a large time gap between menopause, usually in our early 50s, and onset of Alzheimer's disease that's two to three decades later. So in regards to estrogen therapy, like, or I guess hormone replacement therapy, um, just in general, estrogen only therapy is typically used for women after hysterectomy. However, in women with an intact uterus, estrogen is often combined with progesterone, progesterone-like hormones to reduce uter uterine ca cancer risk. But if you have more questions about hormone therapy, non-hormonal options, what are my choices for treating these vasomotor symptoms, hot flashes, night sweats, et cetera, you can go listen to some of our previous episodes on that. I have recorded multiple episodes on um, hormone therapy, what to expect when starting hormone therapy, what are the different types of hysterectomies um, and non-hormonal options for therapy. So I'm happy to see a lot of interest around this uh, matter and just know that, you know, there's being a big push for more inclusive research. Um, you know, this is, is perhaps promising for the future to know that um, having proper treatment can potentially reduce that risk of Alzheimer's disease. So this is where I recommend you to advocate for yourself to inquire with your healthcare provider if your risk and benefits, um, you know, looking at your individual health history and risk factors, would it be an important decision for you to make to initiate hormone therapy um, to reduce that risk of potential risk of Alzheimer's disease down the line? All right, that's it for today. Until next week, be well. All right, Sky community, thank you for listening to another episode. This episode was sponsored by Sky Women's Health. As a reminder, we're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and we help relieve back pain and pelvic pain in pregnancy and beyond. If you are pregnant and having pain and you feel like you have no reliable way to relieve it, look us up at skywomenshealth.com, request an appointment, and we'll call to get you scheduled. As a board-certified OB-GYN with a Neuromusculoskeletal Medicine Fellowship, I help you realign with hands-on drug-free treatment and relieve pain on the spot without medication. We'll help you maintain these results through your pregnancy and postpartum period. Every pregnant person deserves this, and we are so excited to serve you.
You can find us on our website, as mentioned, or on social at Sky Women's Health, or you can call the office at 817-915-9803. That's it for today. Until next week, be well.